Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with myself, Maria Paith. I am so happy to be here today with you. I have had a bit of a challenge. This is the third time that I have started to record this podcast. My anchor program is now having me choose the microphone, and I had used the wrong microphone because it was the first choice the internal microphone on the computer, and it just does not sound as good. So this is the Yeti, and it is, in fact, the best microphone, period, for this job. So welcome, welcome July, everyone. Welcome July. And tomorrow happens to be 7-7, July the 7th of 2022. And there's a big Leo energy with July the 7th. It is the idea of courage, strength, determination, protection. That's what Leo means to me. Also, the idea of a a great big lion, the Lion King, the King of all, the Sovereign King, our Holy Lord. This idea is permeating the energy. And I also have found that this month, there has been kind of a clearing, a shift, a change in the, the energy of the the planet. And yes, there's still a lot of 3D lower energy confusion and chaos going on. But for me right now, I feel much clearer of mind and I have been communing with the angels more easily. And it just feels like messages are coming and I've got synchronicities going on and situations lining up that just makes life flow. So um, angels say this month we're called to restore our energy and our power and peace of mind. So those three themes, and I'm going to wrap them into this beautiful episode today by sharing what the angels shared with me and what I shared with my Patreon community members in the sacred circle that I do every Wednesday, the first Wednesday of every month at, um, in the morning. And so this is a wonderful opportunity for me to kind of recap briefly what we shared this morning in our time together. So the busyness of the world is distracting and overwhelming and heavy. So angels say, allow the feelings that come up to work through you. You might choose a more neutral position and or a more neutral point of view as those feelings bubble up. So when something stirs you up, something triggers you, something comes up because there is an internal memory, um, a, a, a memory in your, in your DNA, a memory in your in the essence of the, the galaxies in the universe that may be affecting you, this is a time to let those emotions bubble up and watch them like you're watching a movie, see them, feel them, be somewhat neutral, find yourself in a neutral space so that you aren't suffering and your emotions bubble up all the time. I mean, I think of when I was watching a little, um, a little family, at a local restaurant recently. And I could see that the little boy, probably about nine years old, looked very tired. And he had been eating and then he finished his food. He kind of pushed it away and he started to kind of sleep, you know, like sitting in in the booth. 
And um, the father said, if you're going to sleep now, then when we get home, you're going to sleep. You need to sit up at the table. And, you know, which made sense. He's at a table eating, but he just looks so tired. And my heart went out to him thinking, oh, like, dad, take him home, <laughs> you know. Um, and it reminded me of, you know, times in my life when I have been somewhat like exhausted and still tried to hold my eyes closed because I was afraid of missing out or I was, a, uh, or I was, you know, needing to be in attention because I, whatever I was at school or <laughs> I was at um, a family function where, you know, we needed to be very present. And so it, brings up these emotions of, oh my goodness, you know, what you wouldn't give for an opportunity to take a nap at that time. And the emotion came up where I felt sorry for the young man. And then I thought, you know, there's a lot of things going on here. You don't know, Maria. So what did I do? I stopped and I observed my thoughts. This is awareness. This is being awake. I observed my thoughts and what was going through my mind and then made choices about them. What can you do in a situation like this? This isn't your family. Don't intervene. Stay in neutral. So that is what I did. I stayed in neutral. And I asked angels to surround that young man and give him the strength to continue with his family until he had a chance to rest. And also that his father would be perhaps more warm, more warm hearted or even more sensitive to perhaps what else might be going on with that young man. Cause all kinds of thoughts went through my head and my heart as like, he could be getting sick. He could have been, he could have stayed up too late last night or couldn't sleep. You know, there's so many things, maybe his um, best friend, you know, is having an argument with him. <laughs> there's so many things that can affect us and make us um, appear to others to be disengaged or rather lethargic. In any case, it brought up emotions in me when I didn't feel I had a voice where I could speak up, where I had to pay attention or be, you know, act as if I was going to be okay when I was really very tired. And I, I think that happens to many of us where we have those feelings come up. So again, angels say the world is busy and distracting and can be overwhelming and heavy. So allow the feelings that you're feeling to come up and work through them and choose a neutral position or a third person point of view. So in that respect too, the third person point of view was the point of view that I had because I was the third person in this scenario with the young, with the young boy. Um, and had it been about myself, then choosing a third person can also be very effective where you kind of get out of your own head and see yourself as the caring, loving adult to that young child within you. And so that is also another way to use this strategy, this third person um, point of view. And all of this helps us to restore our energy when we are taking, you know, a different a different, a, a potential drag, a potential heavy and looking at it differently. We, we stop then dragging down. We find that we're in a new space. Um, also angels were talking about holding space, holding space for others. Like I was doing, I sent a prayer to that little boy, grounding and centering ourselves to support your own emotions and to build your energy, like creating a positive force field around you, a a shield of protection. And you can do that by calling the angels in and saying, beautiful angels, surround me with your light, bring your light support 
support me in this time. Send your love and light to others. That is the idea of really bringing in, restoring your energy. Just though you don't have to get, you don't have to drag, um, you don't have to drag yourself um, down just because you are feeling these feelings or emotions. You want to actually hold yourself up and observe and take a neutral place, a neutral point of view. The next theme is the idea of power, building power. And Angel said, "Our your heart may be triggered, and yet we have hearts so that you can do your best work and you can build stronger energy. Whether you are doing this for a project or to fill others with love. Then they continue with, whoever you are called to send loving intention to, do just that. You are a light worker. You are a way shower. You are a seeker. You are a star seed. And you have already anchored the light simply by being here, being present on this earth at this time, saying yes to this journey. Now reflect the Holy Spirit onto the earth now and begin to continue to beam your love to all others that you are called to serve. So the idea of calling to serve, there's so many ways that we are called to serve and it doesn't have to do with the army or being in armed forces in any way. We're talking about calling to serve in what we're calling the army of the light. So you may be working, you may be playing, you may be with family, with friends, with your community, on the, on the larger spectrum of the world, or even working on specific themes or projects where you need to beam your light. And when we beam our light to others, the others being those that we are around, again, whether it's people at work or play or family or friends, community or world, we are just gently sh sending some love, non-judgmental love, being present with them, being attentive in whatever you may need to be doing together, collaborating on at that moment. It doesn't mean um, that you have to give all your energy up. It is simply an intention, a presence, a let me look at them while they talk to me kind of um, thing. And this is, again, the way that we beam our power. We're beaming light. And it's simple. It doesn't have to be hard work. Work smarter, not harder. And is it work really it's time for us to shine our light a little more often. And that is also what I did in that first scenario with that young man that I saw that was so tired, that, that young boy actually. And I beamed him with love. I beamed him with a prayer and his father with a prayer and with love so that there would be some understanding, some sensitivity and whatever was happening that would be for the highest good for them. So intention and presence. I did not intervene. I did not talk to them, but I was there as an observer. And in being that observer, I felt the feelings myself, which made me connected to, to the humanity of the experience. And then I shared a little bit of love in the form of intention and prayer in their direction. I shed the light. I beamed my light. And you can do that too. It's that simple. It's prayer, isn't it? It's intention. And that is one of the most simplest things. And it can be most difficult too if we if we are getting um, our emotions all twisted up. But if we stay in a neutral space, we're much more functional and more powerful that way. 
The last theme for this month is peace of mind and soul centering. So working for peace of mind, working to have peace of mind and um, being being an effective light worker so that your peace of mind continues to expand. So angels say it like this. We are called to step up out of the chaos of the masses. You have control of your thoughts. You have the choice to see, to know, and to be centered. So how do you practice this healing, this, this peace of mind, and that the soul is calling to you. There's many, many ways that we can practice this peace of mind. And the Course in Miracles says that peace begins in the mind. So mindfulness. We have spoken about mindfulness. I'm sure you've heard about mindfulness. Mindfulness says to be present right now. Mindfulness says, what am I thinking right now? And what is this about? I am thinking about doing this podcast. I am hearing around me a little extra beeping from a phone. (laughs) And at the same time, I'm present with you, with this podcast. And it is a call for me to be aware and to be neutral in this place of not getting angry because there's beeping going on in the background. And this is what did I tell you the third time that I've been recording today and staying neutral, staying grounded, staying centered and finding my peace right here. I also find that I can in the moment, take a deep breath, exhale out, inhale in, take another deep breath, exhale out, inhale in. That's a way of finding peace in the moment. But there are powerful ways that we can find peace, restorative peace, centeredness, groundedness with the land, with our world around us. So doing anything outdoors can help you. The ocean could be calling you. The river could be calling you. The mountains could be calling you. The hills, the plants, the garden, the farm, the trees, the flowers, the wind, the fire the minerals, the rocks, the stones. So many pieces of nature are presented to us, are God given to us as peace of mind to help us to center our soul. To be present is wonderful. To be at peace is wonderful. A Course in Miracles says that peace begins in your mind. The peace of God is part of this mindfulness, this place where you go when we are centered, when we are breathing into our soul, when we are taking a moment and not letting the whole world have us, or we be completely lost in that world, but rather centered in the space and time. Restoring yourself and restoring the land can restore peace of mind. So working the land in some way, sharing, giving back can be restorative. It's restorative to spend time holding a little one. It's restorative to spend time connecting to um, your pets. It's restorative, period, just to simply be in the current space and time connected to, again, your soul and your own breath. 
that is restorative, that is gentle, that is loving. Beautiful, beautiful angel lovers, beautiful angelic light workers, beautiful angelic university members. I'm so grateful for this time together. And as I re remind you of the three themes of this month, peace of mind is the first, is the last one that we talked about. The second is this idea of building power within you, which you can also do as you build peace of mind. And the first was this restorative energy restorative energy in any way that you can find it in whatever direction and space and manner that brings you back to yourself to a sense of peace is powerful. Sometimes it's like going swimming, right? Or playing in the rain or watching a really incredible windstorm and just seeing the magnificence in that and not being hurt by it. So I want to wrap up this idea of, of this month that the angels brought with my own thoughts. I have been touting for a long time, what you think today creates tomorrow, what you emotionally connect to comes about. That's what I used to say. But the angels corrected me this week. My guides corrected me. I got new information, new message. What you think today creates tomorrow and what you emotionally connect to is the vibration that you will attract. What you emotionally connect to is the vibration that you will attract. What kind of energy are you attracting? Anger attracts anger. Love attracts love. Frustration attracts frustration. Jealousy attracts jealousy. So what are you focusing on? Peace attracts peace. Restorative collective calmness attracts more restorative collective calmness. I have apparently been attracting a bit of a challenge to record this podcast because as you can hear the continued sound of the beeping from the messages are going off on the phone that is not mine and the owner of that phone is not here to turn it off but we continue to hear that beeping so I must have been attracting a bit of a challenge. But it has actually worked in my favor because I have been aware of how it's making me feel and letting the feelings come out and I'm sharing them with you. And at the same time, I feel stronger and more certain that this will be the last time that I record this segment of this podcast. And I am doing so gratefully. I am grateful for you, this time together, and the opportunity to share and again, the angel's messages for the month is really about restoring yourself, gaining power, and beaming your light to others. Very important. You don't have to become an angel reader. You don't have to suddenly do energy work. You just need to say a prayer for others. And that really helps so much in this universe, in this world, in your community with the people you love. God bless you. Be well. Until next time, my friends. Ah, may the angels surround and support you, bring you much love and light in all directions of time and space. And so it is. Amen. Hello, I'm Maria Paith, and I am an angel reader, a life and soul coach, 
and author of Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels. And I want to invite you to Angelic University. I created Angelic U with the intention of providing guidance and inspiration for those who are interested in angels, intuition, spiritual growth, and personal development. Members enjoy private Zoom sessions, free monthly classes, member events, and free angel readings. You can choose your level of membership and payment. Please find these options and participation at patreon.com slash Maria Paith. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Maria Paith, M-A-R-I-A, P for Paul, E-T-H. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you at Angelic University.